<laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> that sounded like a roar. <laughs> I don't think I've made a car noise since I was about to Oh my god, okay. Come on, you, you go and I'll see. Oh, I should have gone <laughs> that was so much better. That was well, so I was thinking better. of like when they get going. Like... <laughs> Here we are. Okay, it's your first podcast. Do you want to introduce yourselves, however you like? Maybe I should ask you a. A fun question. How long have you been a Formula One fan and who is your favourite driver? I thought you were going to be like an interesting fact. Oh no, I'm, it's, not, it's not an offside. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm Corinne. Uh, I feel like I'm now an Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, and <laughs> I used to watch Formula One when I was much younger with my dad. So I've probably been a fan since I was about 12 or 13. And I don't want to disclose how old I am. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so for about 18 years. It's a long time. My favourite driver, I've got a few and yeah. they're all leaving. So I'm pretty <laughs> unhappy. But Danny Ricardo's always been the gateway driver. And yeah, so it's a pretty sad day for me. That's a sad day for you. Hello. <laughs> My name's Catherine. I'm sorry, I'm to interview. <laughs> um, I got into F1. Uh, oh, when Drive to Survive came out, really, let's not pretend that's probably how a lot of us are fans. No shame in it. No, no shame, shame. No shame. Um, favorite driver, also unoriginally, is Lewis Hamilton because mm. he's just great and he represents the Brits. So, Corinne, if now that all of your favorite drivers are leaving, who is it? Who is it? Yeah. Well, I'm a big Alex Album fan. Oh yeah, big fan. So he was. He would also a favourite driver, but Williams aren't the greatest. So, you know, it's a little bit of a, a, a wasted support. But I do love Charles. Oh, yeah. It's just the accent, the vibe. And he's he's done quite well, so I'll yeah. probably back him. But I need a bit more humour from him. He's funny. He can be funny. He's gone really sassy recently. Yeah. I And now we know, I don't know if you, we've got this to talk about later, but... Uh, now we know why he was asking for the position of Carlos, which I did think was unfair, was to do with money. I rate him a bit more. Yeah. Because like, if you know you're getting a big bonus, you're going to say... What happened? So he was on the on the radio last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Week before, and he, he was like, "Can come on guys, think of the point, think of the championship, give me my position. But Carlos was on the podium, he was third. So they were like, oh, give me... And uh, I thought Charles was, was a little bit like rude of him mm. and the commentators were like no come on you can't take it off carlos and then george russell revealed from the the dinner that charles will get a big bonus if he gets to a certain position so that's why he wanted the mm. the points one of the rogue one of the rogue questions we had on the pod from upshift f1 was do you like the blonde hair on alex and also, maybe let's compare brown-haired Alex with blonde-haired Alex with red-haired Alex. What was the effect? Maybe rank one. To- well, I think one is red. 
because I feel like we just saw a whole different Alex. Like, yeah. he came out of shell. And then Blonde feels a bit like, well, he, he can't just go back to brunette Alex now. He's kind of got to keep her. But yeah, I... I'm like, do you know what? I like it all. I, which is <laughs> oh, that's, that's boring. Yeah, get off the fence. Yeah, I think red, then brunette, then blonde. Okay. This is this is again. I knew there was a reason I like the red oh. because there was a nice reason. He oh, did the reason it. for the red's lovely. Come on. He um he went to an orphanage. Yeah. Oh. And I met two boys with bleached hair who both have the most upsetting backstories. I asked them if they could colour my hair so we looked the same. A gesture so small puts such a big smile on their faces. Oh, that's cute. But I'm not sure where the blonde is. I, sh- I assume it's because his hair's been bleached now and that's... Mm. Yeah, maybe. Oh, he's so sweet, isn't I he? Just think, just think he's a nice guy. He's also he just is. posted something about him and um, Nicholas Latifi and he's like, Nicky, you're such a genuine guy. And it's all very oh. sweet. So, well, so Alex is up there for me. Alex is great. So we've got four drivers who have left, who've had their last race today. We've, you know... For now. For now. Which one is the biggest crush to the soul? So, yeah, Nick Nick isn't a big crush, is it? Oh. Because, bless him, I do think he's very sweet, and I think mm. he maybe should have got more airtime than he did, but wasn't one of the strong drivers, right? Mick is a last-minute blow. Yeah, so sudden. So I haven't quite got my head around that. Again, very excited to see Drive to Survive next year. Mm. We'll see how that played out. So it's a shame that that's happened so late because it's not given him much room to do anything. Danny, I'm still in denial about. Mm really in denial about that and Seb I feel like again I'm gonna miss a lot but because he's not been in one of the main teams you don't see him as much no we don't which I think is a real shame and Formula One should get better at showing the the middle drivers because I think sometimes we don't see enough of them um but Seb is a massive blow and Danny's coming back he has to there's no there's no (laughs) there's no reality I can accept where he isn't coming back well, he's meant to. The rumours are he's he's it's unconfirmed. But Helmut Marko said it, but he hadn't signed a contract. Apparently, he's well, coming he, back as a reserve. He said it just at the end. Then Danny going to Red Bull as a reserve driver could be a strategy. If Checo isn't happy, Danny's there to take over because obviously there is trouble at Mill there. So conspiracy. Mm. Yeah, conspiracy. But he did well for them, didn't he? Well, so, his montage at the end there was basically all, all Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, how can we tell you made a massive mistake? Oh, God. Oh, sorry, guys. I have to stop the pods. I think our tie's here. Ooh. <laughs> We're back following our takeaway. It was, really, it was really spicy. How many stars would you give Thai Flame? Oh, I don't. It'd be a two. Yeah. I think that's being generous. Ooh. Yeah, I think it would be a two. It was tasty underneath the spice. We only realised afterwards that maybe the flame was referring to the level of spice in the takeaway. And um, yeah, uh, a pad thai should never be spicy. No, it shouldn't. I should be thinking about milk whilst eating a pad thai. I'm also thinking about milk. Oh, you're so gross. <laughs> I, I know. I was thinking milk. your ice yeah. cream would have come in really handy. Yeah. That big old double scoop of vanilla ice cream. And earlier. Your, or your Jimmy's iced coffee. Definitely, and my iced coffee. If this podcast does go well, Jimmy's iced coffee, please sponsor us. Because was it yummy? It was yummy. You know, it was. It was. I'm glad. I know you don't like them, but we do. So I don't like. I mean, Jimmy, if you're if you're listening, you are welcome to sponsor us. Could do with making some money off this podcast. Yeah, but here we are. Okay, so which who do you think out of those four is going to come back to F one? I think Schumacher. Mm. I think is he good? He's all right. He he's not bad enough to be kicked out. I don't think. Like he's no Latifi. Like he was getting up there. 
So I, oh, it's controversial. I don't. I wish he was. I wish he was staying on the grid. But I can understand. I don't have a strong opinion, but I can understand why Haas replaced him because he wasn't doing that well in comparison to K Mag, and they kind of mm. just need someone to come in and get them points. So they can get a bit higher up the grid and like. Yeah. I kind of see. I kind of see what they were doing. Yeah, I think with Mick though, and we've talked about this earlier, but all of them need to be marketable to make the team's money. And what bigger name can you get? Schumacher is a huge name, so I just can't see him disappearing. And everyone seems to really like him. So sweet. I did wonder whether his name got him the spot. Probably, but he also. He, he didn't lose every race. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So he held his own. Yeah, he must be somewhat all right. Just low down. Yeah, he yeah. did cost the team quite a lot. I mean, he hasn't crashed as much recently. He crashed. He crashed after a practice session, I think it was in Japan. Like, mm. You do wonder if if like Michael could still drive, like whether things would be different for him. I always makes me a bit sad. It is a bit sad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, let's maybe not go down that route. But yeah, that. Uh, so I think he might be back. I think. I think Seb's out. I think Seb feels like one of those who wouldn't make all this drama, like, not drama, but, like, have all this, like, farewell to then just come back and drive. He's no Alonso. And then I think Latifi's gone. Yeah, surely. No. I mean, bless him. I good think, God. I was think, he really bad? He just wasn't, yeah, he wasn't good. But he also mm. didn't have a good car, so it... it Alex, Alex managed a lot Yeah, better. Alex has done a lot better, yeah. Alex mm. has lapped him before. And then lapped in the same him. car. Well, that's but he seems to have gone without fuss like you think he knows mm. um, and then Danny is obviously going to be back because again Cause no reality yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah yeah I think I agree with you I think I agree with you I think I think those two are back well apparently Mick there's chat of Mick going to be a Mercedes reserve driver um, I can see that yeah so maybe Mick could come back in like a Williams because Williams and Mercedes are buddies aren't they so Maybe he'll come back in a couple of years if Logan Sargent doesn't do very well. Do you get paid quite a lot of money to be a reserve driver? I have absolutely no idea. Well, the the pay is pretty wild on the grid anyway. Mm. Like, what Lewis is earning, what Alex is earning is probably, like, worlds apart. So when you then go to reserve drivers, I'm sure. Mm. But, like, it's funny, and I don't... I, I won't pretend to understand anything about reserve drivers, there's a couple where they're like a reserve driver for like three or four teams. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, he was like for everyone. So thank God he's got a seat because he was obviously good enough to that they all wanted him as hit as that. And if you're a reserve driver, so say Daniel Ricciardo went in for Red Bull. Yeah, Max. Does Danny get his separate points or does he get he points for Max? No, good question. He gets points for him. So like mm. Nick, uh, Nick has points for this year, because even though he has because he drove a race, mm. even though he isn't a full time driver, but those points went towards Williams constructors points. Got you. But they don't go towards yeah they go towards that driver. Okay, thank you. But it's a good question, <laughs> and it's why it's a shitter if you get ill because <laughs> if you're doing well. Yeah, cause... that's why because Lando's driven <clears throat> a few times ill this year, and you're like, why are you? Can't just work from home like the rest of us. Yeah, no working from bed. Yeah, (laughs) it's really unfortunate, but no. And they have to stay like quite race fit, but they're not as race fit as like the drivers. So I remember Nick was saying like Nick wrecked his neck and his shoulders after Monza because yeah, it's really it's really rough on on the body. 
That is why I like working from home with my absolute shit chair. <laughs> Are you comparing working from home in your shit chair to being a Formula One driver? Actually, I would, but I definitely don't get paid the same amount of money as they do, so... Yeah, or have their yeah. lifestyle, or yeah, yeah. No. It's so unfortunate. I'll take that in my comparison. But I can sympathise <laughs> with the sore neck and back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. Maybe we need to do the exercises they do. They do those mad ones, don't they, with like the elastic yeah. around the head and they're like, I have been to quite a few physios and they've done that with you. Yeah, and then maybe like, you're you gonna... in training <laughs> <laughs> without knowing it. Maybe. maybe. I, I've got to go, sorry, this is off topic, but I've got to go for jaw physio. I'm intrigued hey, to know what that looks like for you. Me too. I don't... So When's your first session? I don't know yet. I've been referred. So I've got to go for jaw physio. So I, I who knows what I'll have, but like what kind Imagine of things... Can you come out with like a different do. voice or something? Because yeah, you move in your mouth. So you can do that. <laughs> really well. It's not vocal cord physio. No, but like... Which, by the way, I can help you with because I had voice therapy about six years ago. Maybe longer. <laughs> do you? Yeah, you because... Yeah, when I go out like last night... Um, and that's why my voice is a bit hoarse. So I've got vocal exercises to do. Do you do them? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do you get a bit croaky? I feel like we've not we've not actually spoken about the race yet, have we? It was all right, wasn't it? Well, I wasn't... think that's again indicative of what the race was. It was just a little bit like, well, it was it was fine, wasn't it? It was fine. It wasn't. It was it was exciting towards the end to see if Perez was going to catch up Charles. That part was exciting and. Happy that Charles has got his bonus. Let's oh, hope God, he, yeah. he treats himself he to, to something. Buy his second yacht or something, yeah. Yeah, well, we were just mm. talking about new coats. Maybe he's going to get himself a really nice new coat. From Cos, yeah. From Cos. <laughs> the boy's doing well. He can afford He definitely Cos, could yeah. afford All Saints. Yeah. yeah, he could afford All Saints. And they are probably built for his body type. They're built for a slim he's person. He's very slight, isn't he? He's very slight. I think the race was fine. Mm. I don't think it was a finale race. I would have liked Seb to have got up there a bit more. So would Seb from his radio. And I think it was quite sad that Lewis came out at the end. Yeah. Two laps to go felt a bit rough, didn't it? <clears throat> Brutal. Like, surely he could have just, you know, like, started run- you know, like, using his feet or something to move it. Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> like the Flintstones card. I bet he'd still finish ahead of Latifi. <laughs> yeah, probably. Bless him. But, um, yeah, I just, compared to, like, last week, where it's just drama. Oh, it like, amazing. it was a bit like, mm, okay. It was fine. It was fine. At least, yeah. It was the bit at the end with Seb and Danny Rick. So Seb had overtaken them. If Seb had overtaken Danny Rick, they, the Aston Martin would have come a place higher in the Constructors' mm. Championship. Because they were talking about, was it 12, 12 million, million, they were saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised because, you know, Danny Rick's a professional guy. But I did wonder if Danny Rick would do, like, a fuck you to McLaren after what they did to him. And um, just let him buy. I kind of wanted him to, even though. God, the drama. Like, yeah, the, yeah that it, would have been good. That would have been good on Drive to Survive again. Would have been good. That's mainly the reason I wanted Every him to. Every time anything like this happens, I'm like, can't wait. Yeah. Cannot wait for Drive to Survive. Because we just see, like, it's like, you know, the Kardashians come out and they give you, like, snippets. So mm. you then have to watch it. Drive to Survive is, I don't think they even do it on purpose, but now I'm like, well. We're not seeing behind the scenes here, are we? I can't wait to see behind the scenes. Yeah. That would have been a good behind the scenes. But that was interesting. Just going to look at my notes from the race to see if there's anything remotely worth discussing. Um, I think that was it. It was just the beginning, which neither of you two caught. No, <laughs> no when Carl Don't you worry. I was getting well, that some probably, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I was 
uh, getting a Fanta. Can you believe the, I've invited these two on the pod when they're so uninterested in F1? Not true. Couldn't even make it here. Let's the... get on to TFL and the buses because <laughs> what was supposed to be a 30 minute and then I felt a bit car sick, which I never get, never get travel sick. I was obviously on a bus, bus sick. Say. Yeah, I knew someone would pull me up on it, so that's why I corrected it. <laughs> and so I thought I need a Fanta before I come and watch because I, yeah. I knew it'd be, you know, a high, high adrenaline race, but it wasn't. I didn't really need the Fanta. You I just do, wanted an ice cream. Yeah, I just wanted an ice cream. Yeah, After my many, many drinks from M&S that I bought as well, which are currently in front of me. I do enjoy though, how the commentator tries to make it exciting. Yeah. They're great. Croft, yeah. yeah, Crofty and Martin Brundle are so good at getting the heart rate up. Yeah, they must know. They're like, ooh, we've not got much to say here, but we're going to talk really loudly and try and get it really exciting. And he's going around the minute. But I will say at one point, and we did point this out, is we were watching the battle for 15th as like the main bit of the race. <laughs> and I thought, well, this, like Max was clearly well ahead. And yeah. actually they even commented on the fact that the, it must be quite lonely up there. Dude. And it does make, it does make boring watching that Max, you just know he's going to win. And unless yeah. the car just breaks, he's probably going to win. That's frustrating. Um, but yeah, the battle for 15th, woohoo, that was, that was <laughs> hot stuff. People love a relegation battle. It's like in football, yeah. things, you know, it's, there's as get... much like who's at the top, but also like, oh God, who's, who's at the bottom? But well, no I... one's going down. Who's going to get, I don't understand it. I don't That's understand true. the battle for 10th because you get a point. But 15th, you get a fuck all. Mm. I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself because I did say we should watch more of the middle. You did. You did. And 15, but 15th isn't quite the middle. But, uh, <laughs> it's back. It's, it's quite far back. But <laughs> I mean, it was more entertaining than whatever ever was going off at the front, so yeah. Anything else from the race that was in any way exciting? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I guess the only other thing is the that they all whether they did one or two stops seems to be the only bit of controversy. Oh, and Russell got a five second for an unsafe release. Oh yeah, I feel we talked about this in the race, didn't we? I feel for them in this that situation because were you here at this point? Russell? No, I'm. I'm wondering what an unsafe release is, but we can park that question. No, we can address it. I think Becca's probably better suited. We can address it, absolutely. So what what happens is when when there's like a couple of cars in the pit lane and when a car is released like into the path of another driver. So that's what happened. And it's always a bit of a shitter because obviously the driver gets punished because who else are you going to punish? But it's not the driver. Team sport. Team sport, Mm. team sport. But like it's not the driver's fault. Because they're the team releases them. I see. So he got like released when the tires were getting changed, and then Lando came into his path, but oh no, opposite way round, right? Lando, Lando was right away, and then George came off, and luckily Lando slammed his brakes and saw it. But it could have been a bit of a collision in there, and there's quite a lot of people. I get why they those type of things like on the race is one thing, but there was a lot of people around that that could have like. So I do get it. Yeah. Safety first. Safety, Safety first. In a quite a weirdly unsafe safe sport. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. There have been some there's been some interesting unsafe releases this season. There's been quite a few of them. Hamilton and Carlos tapping. That bit, yeah. So you missed yeah. this bit. The bit we missed. Yeah. This is a bit you missed. And the question was, was it did like did it affect Lewis's car? So what basically happened is like Lewis yeah, Lewis was going and then Carlos just, <laughs> just popped him on the side and then he went off track because of it and the FIA decided not to give Lewis 
a penalty and then i need to look into this because they basically they're not doing the whole you're being instructed to give a place back anymore you're meant to decide do it automatically which is interesting so the teams like decide it so lewis gave the place back to carlos but then overtook him straight after but then obviously his performance kind of dropped off and i think lewis said after the race that at his pit stop they were able to sort it out a little bit but yeah bit of a bit crap but he said didn't he afterwards like it sums up his season yeah like he's doing all right and then it is quite poetic it is it's a sad poem (laughs) but it is is quite poetic that that happened it is poetic (laughs) (laughs) it is exactly that oh poor mercedes i hope they come back better i know and they've they had such a good weekend last weekend no it was like back down to They've been so reliable all season. They they were saying the first mechanical failure, their reliability engineers, you know what, if anyone's getting a bonus at Mercedes, there's not going to be many of them, <laughs> but the reliability engineers, they should be getting a bonus because they've mm. nailed it. Mm. Well, it's the first season, isn't it, that Lewis hasn't won a race? It is. Which is pretty, like... Especially after what you said earlier, the fact that Max took Lewis out last week. Yeah. Which I know... Purposely. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Poor Lulu. Well, there we are. An anticlimactic race. Obviously, we can do... Well, it wasn't anticlimactic, actually. It was quite interesting by the end. So maybe that's a bit of a brutal assessment. Um, I'm excited to do some, like, season reviews in the next few apps. Like, best races of the season. Top. Well, I think, I think when they were all getting asked, all the commentators and all the Sky team, last week was the one. And it is because it yeah. was last week and it's fresh in my mind. But I would say last week... Best was race. Yeah, yeah, best race. I... Didn't George cry? Yeah, yeah it was really yeah. cute. So much. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. really sweet. I know, and I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge Mercedes fan. I can appreciate their, but like, I think they're very. They feel very straight laced, and I think I need a bit more like messiness. <laughs> you rule breaker, you. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, I used to think George Russell was a bit robotic, but actually seeing him win last week. I really wanted him to win. I didn't want Lewis to win, and I know it would be good for his record, but like, it felt like George's minute, like to like, and he was so grateful for his win, which is why it's really even more annoying that Max just keeps winning because I think it means less the more you win. Mm-hmm. Whereas like that, those first few wins for like those younger drivers, like I'm dead, like dead experienced, and those younger drivers really need to experience what it's like to win, you know. <laughs> But it, yeah, it was it was it was really lovely, and that also made it interesting because yeah, there's barely been ever any races that, that Max hasn't won, which is nice to spice it up. But oh yeah, last week last weekend was absolutely fabulous. I will probably do a more detailed one of this, like question of this, in some future apps. But who's your driver of the season? I think I think we can guess mine's one of the four leaving probably. So I'll have to have a thing. Well, I think we've talked about this before, but Seb used to be. Like, him and Lewis back in the day, I hated Seb. I hated Lewis. And now I'm genuinely sad that Seb's going. But do you think he's been the best driver of the no, season? No, he's definitely not. And he can admit that, right? But <laughs> he's the driver of, like... Of your season? Of my... <laughs> that wasn't the question! <laughs> um, the driver of the season. Well, it's on paper it's Max. But I don't think he's done it. I think his car is, is 90% him. Is that, like, his success? Because like Checo's done all right as well, but I'd say, well, George has done a pretty good job. Mm. And I haven't watched enough 
However, I would go for George. I feel like... What do they call him? Mr. Consistent? Mr. But he did have a bit of a blip, a blip for a few he? races where he wasn't as consistent. Yeah. Did he? Well, he talked about that the other day, actually. Yeah. And he said, then he, he said he took it back to basics. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Cheated himself back up, got yeah. himself ready, and then he won. I think he stopped overthinking it, and then mm. then he won a race. Yeah, I just think that I was just really happy for him, and given that he was up against Lewis Hamilton in the same car mm. as well. Yeah, I just, he proved himself. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Who would you say yours was? Um, Max. Oh, get it. Yeah, Max was mine. Um, we don't want impartial views here. We want who's your favourite, and that becomes the best driver. But that wasn't my question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mine was going to be Danny Ricciardo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, who's my favourite would be a very different question, but I think it has to be Max because Max absolutely wiped the floor with Perez. Perez did well, but that car is absolutely sensational. And Perez was, what, like 100 odd, yeah, 100 and true. something points behind, behind him. Yeah, but and as we know, it is Team Max, isn't it? It is Team Max. They do, yeah, it is Team Max. But he's just not really made any mistakes all season. He's crashed into people. Yeah, but... He hasn't even, given his spots back. Yeah. Mm. I, morally, I've got a yeah, lot of question what, marks. When you're saying driver of the season, are you taking this into consideration? Because it's I'm, not very sportsmanlike, is it's it? It's very good it's question, very especially because you're very moral driven. And, you know, if you're choosing companies to work for you think about the values so values are important but so is impartiality so is impartiality and i support mercedes so if i was being if i was being biased i would choose a mercedes driver but i think max has driven better than than both george and lewis i think he's been absolutely exceptional to be fair you have chosen the person that is top of the leaderboard so yeah so like on paper yeah he is but when you take everything in like but he has been amazing. He's, he's literally made like barely any mistakes. Don't know why I'm trying to convince you. I don't mind. Yeah, I, I actively want different opinions. I think <laughs> that, no, I think Max is a sensational driver and I think he does a good job. But like, if you think about some of the other drivers who haven't had as good a car, yeah. are they not a better driver because they've driven a worse car and have fought for it and there's been problems? Like, whereas Max has had a smooth sailing. So like, if you have a good car, a reliable car, and you, he's been in the team for a while, so knows the car, knows the team. But it's a new, very new car this season. Right. How has Bottas gotten on this year? Fine, I would say. He's got a lovely moustache. He's got a lovely moustache from November. <laughs> Do you know what? That's the main... Again, not the question. I'm learning from Becca here. <laughs> but he has got a great moustache. I don't think any moustaches can be great, but... I don't know, it's just really, really, you wouldn't have thought it, but it really just suits him. It does pull it off, yeah. You have to look at it. I don't like him, Yeah, you definitely do. But Bottas does. But Bottas has that personality where, like, he could do anything and you're like, well, he just owns it. Just Bottas, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's done done fine this season. Um, I think, I think the thing is, if I think about everybody, that everyone's made some mistakes. I mean, don't ask me to go through every single driver and name them. However, George has crashed into numerous people. Lewis has been like has had some dodgy races. I think Lando is exceptional. Actually, I think Lando would definitely be in my top three. Charles, absolutely brilliant. But you know, he crashed in France. Unfortunately, I was there. He crashed right very close to me. Like he has made some errors. Carlos had a dodgy spell, and now I think he's doing brilliantly. Like everybody's kind of had some issues. And Checo is in the same car as Max. Has done so much worse than him. So I just think. Danny comes in. <laughs> Fuck off, Danny is not. Danny is not done well. If Red Bull are listening, <laughs> I've got an idea for you. 
Um, so yeah, because of the, I just think. Yeah, I can see. I think I think you're right. I think Lando is well. Lando's isn't it brilliant. funny because Lando and Max are like friends. Like yeah, they're buddies. so in in the young drivers, there's like splits of how they all kind of raced when they were mm. younger, and Lando and Max are like are pretty close. And then you've got like George and Alex are pretty close, and then you've got like Charles and Pierre. Yeah. If you want some more useless information like this. Um, who's been your worst driver of the season? Is that a bit of a mean question? Or is the answer just so obviously, unfortunately, Latifi that we don't even need to talk about it? Sorry. Who else is down the bottom? I think Gasly's had a bad season. Mm. Not the worst, but it, not a good one. I don't know. It was quite obvious in previous... Like, I just remember Grosjean going through a phase of just crashing into everyone. And, like, mm. everyone was just like, he's a... He's a great madman like but there's not that driver in this season i don't think where it's like the fuck are you doing every race maybe there is and i just don't i think maybe latifi is a little bit what about yuki is he how's he been he's he's been all he's not been great but there haven't been any decent enough drivers to take his space which is why red bull decided Mm. to renew him um but because there aren't any like decent younger drivers He's been okay. Yeah, not not great, really. I, I just really crashed, like him. Did he not crash quite a bit? Not as much this year, mm. I don't think. Maybe it was last year. I think he's, he's seen when he does interviews, though, and this is where I don't know how long he'll get doing Formula 1, when he's like, what's your biggest dream? He's like, to win a restaurant or to like, <laughs> it's always to do with food, and it's like, not to win the championship, it's like, to own all the restaurants or eat and they're like what's your favourite thing about Formula 1 he's like getting to eat all the different foods <laughs> <laughs> I love okay, it. he might quickly become my favourite driver yeah. that's so good he's so funny I fucking love you well, he's like, really funny isn't he he's so yeah, funny yeah he's the one that hates doing the exercise yeah yes. and they, like when they were Milton Keynes and he was like what is this and he was like mushy <laughs> so relatable like insulting a whole nation and then they had to move him didn't they because they were like he really wasn't happy in Milton Keynes <laughs> who mean, would be I, I mean I can't imagine they were at the best restaurant in Milton Keynes. No, it looked, like he was in a, it looked like he was in a pub of some sort mm. when he was eating that. But I bet yeah. they're to Toby, to be honest. I love Toby's. Um, but <laughs> like, if that's the kind of... Toby Carvery? To... Yeah. I've never had one. Have, Have you yeah. not? No. Oh, it's good. Yeah, we, I it used to a... park outside. There's one in Edinburgh that I'd park outside when I get my nails done. I feel like it'd be I've something you'd quite in. enjoy, actually. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's good. But for some reason... It does roast, doesn't it? Yeah. It's soulless. It's going to be quite a bold... I need some Scottish friends to back me up on this. Roasts aren't that big a thing in Scotland. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's because you, you eat all the haggis. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> yeah, mm, haggis and meat. Yeah, because actually Toby Carveries are just like... They probably do have haggis. haggis. They probably do have a haggis. Imagine, like, pork. Probably. Beef. I said I've never been to veggie. a Scottish one. Haggis. I've never veggie had haggis. a veggie one, actually. I used to get all three meat. Just go on, slap them on. Yeah, just... Yeah, you can get the extra one, you get like an extra Yorkshire, don't you? Yeah, mm. that like you, you size up. Yeah. Also, controversially, I don't think Yorkshires are like all they're cracked up to be. Oh. It's been oh, really God. nice talking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get off the point, you're never coming back. I think they're absolutely fine. I think, I think you they're have great. To have the right amount of gravy. I don't think they're like. I, don't, I do prefer pancakes. Well, them. what I don't need is them to overtake the whole plate. They're a nice side. A roast potato is more important. Maybe this is the issue. I also don't think roast potatoes. Right. Well, you just, let's <laughs> just stop. Let's yeah, get let's back just, onto Formula One because yeah, because we're all, we're all getting on. Until... <laughs> what do you like in a roast? Gravy. 
that's, that's a good thing. Oh, God. I'd be gutted if you were like, I've fucking ate the gravy too. Yeah, a bowl of a dry roast. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, a dry roast with broccoli and meat. Meat like... and gravy. Yeah. Right, well, we've learned a lot I about you so. today, Catherine Massey. <laughs> yeah, and that's not positive. Oh, God, what a shame. Right, well, do you want to, let's, talk, let's, let's go talk back about... onto Yuki or something. Yeah, let's go, do you know, why don't we review Lewis's outfit? Because I've been excited for this one. Yes. So this is the outfit he wore to. This is the outfit he wore to dinner. So lots of people, we can will describe the outfit. But the good thing is, normally we have to describe the outfit in a lot of detail, and people won't have seen it. This one, a lot of people listening, I think, will have seen this outfit because um, it's been all over social media. So I shall describe it for the listeners here. So what we've got here is a lovely purple number, reflective of the podcast. You could say it is all quite baggy the trousers are really really baggy it looks like he's got some shiny black shoes on under there everything's looking a little bit silky so it looks <laughs> like it could be something a bit of satin bit of silk the trousers look like they are plain of course i'm seeing some multiple pockets on there because lewis loves multiple pockets on the trousers and then the top is a very similar shade of purple and it looks like there's some subtle floral patterns going on there it's quite baggy and then he's got a lovely beaded necklace on to accompany the outfit. One thing I would like to call out is that it's long sleeve, not short sleeve, which, as we talk about quite often on the podcast, Lewis rarely dresses for the weather, but there we go. It's long sleeved. So my first question to you ladies, um, K-Dog, let's start with you. Out of five, how weather appropriate is this? I looked at the weather this day high 20s in the evening which well he was obviously wearing it all day so in the day we're talking mid 30s in the evening we're talking hmm? yeah i know surprising i thought this was quite surprised didn't change but you know i would have to give this a one out of five for weather appropriateness Mm. because it is long sleeved the trousers have far too much material it is i would be melting absolutely melting grim so I've done a little bit digging here. And mm. actually, if you swipe to the next photo, Catherine, it's a photo with all the drivers. I'm on Lewis's Instagram. Okay. Now, if you compare it to what they're wearing. I also mm. just did this. Because if you look at the... Well, and I'll get back to this point. But next to Seb doesn't look that inappropriate because Seb is also like double denimed up and quite long. But the rest of them are either in t-shirts or like linen-y material. Mm. So I would say... But do you know what? I think the trousers are a light material. The shoes look heavy. Shoes do look very heavy. Shoes are heavy, yeah. The shirt also looks somewhat thick, so I'd probably go with two, actually, because I think the trousers have got a bit of breathing space. So, I might surprise you here. If it was short-sleeved, I'd maybe go for a five, because... Sorry? For weather appropriateness, five? Yeah. You need to understand the level of other outfits that he wears. <laughs> I guess he... the other thing is, there's probably air conditioning here. So... Yeah, well, th- we discussed this at length last week on the podcast. Great, mm. great to see um, my two fans over there on the other sofa listening. Um, <laughs> because we had at least a 10 minute conversation about why Lewis always I dresses actually... so weather inappropriately and is it because of aircon and is it because Toto loves to have the aircon really high? <laughs> so, normally, Lewis will wear like a jacket and it'll be about like 30 and he'll be in there in a jacket. So, he's like, so he, some of the stuff he wears for the weather is just insane. But I'm looking at this picture, I'm seeing a lot of jeans, toasty. I'm seeing some long, I mean, 
Bottas there is wearing what looks like skinny jeans and a long sleeve top mm-hmm. in fucking Abu Dhabi. Whereas if we look at Lewis, he's wearing some very baggy. There's a lot of. If I think about it, if I, if it was really hot on holiday, I would be wearing a baggy top. Now, that top actually it might not be baggy, but I'd be wearing a t-shirt and it wouldn't have long sleeve. But that kind of material could be really good in the heat. Now, on on my bottom half, I could be wearing some baggy trousers because that is one of my favourite things to wear on a hot day. So trouser wise, look, he could be wearing shorts. If he if this outfit had short sleeves. And, but, and were shorts, then he'd be getting a five. But I just have the have to. This outfit was entirely different. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, I, I you, like, you need to, you need to ha- put this into perspective. Some of the other things he wears. Last week in Brazil, he was wearing a denim jacket on top of like a woolen jumper. So anyway, so it's a four from me for weather appropriateness. Wow, that's quite high though. Yeah. yeah. And before we move on, can we also discuss now that I've got the picture up? Bottas's mustache is terrible. I can't I believe. I think it really, oh. like, I think his character really no. comes through. Yeah. I would like to say in this photo, I don't know if we're going to go wrong because obviously I don't listen to the podcast as we've just found out. I do, I promise. Just not last week. Oh, the evils. I know. I'm really scared that I'll never Have be Have you rated like... the podcast five stars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've watched me. That looks like a really no, I haven't. Not. No, I have. <laughs> I have. I've done it on multiple, multiple yeah. platforms as well, have as per your instructions. <gasps> How dare you? Would I, I ever instruct someone to do that? I also work in a company that my whole job is to give is to get people to review our companies. So of course I partook and of course I did it on my own back and I could just not <laughs> But anyway, I'll go back to the comments. So Serb's outfit here next to Lewis makes Lewis's outfit look even wilder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's such a normal like dad outfit that Seb's got on. And then Lewis has this, like, it just really, like, they, they've they gone to very different events here. Yeah. You wouldn't think they'd be in the same room. No, you wouldn't. So, the second one is, could I pull it off? So, you need to think about yourself in that outfit. And oh, could I? Not could, you. Not, not me, no. The, right. No, think about yourself. I'm going to say no for a few reasons. The first one is it's purple. I famously only wear baby pink or baby blue. Yeah, you do. And always look like I'm going to a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> or a gender reveal. No, you did have that um, that ready colour. What's it called? The moon? You, you had a lot of those at one point. I did. So that's bordering on nothing on purple's door. So, given all that, I don't think I could pull it off because of the colour. But also, it looks... I'm not, I'm not a fan of the cargo pant no. look. It, so, it is a pant that I think we may have had as a... As a younger person, I do remember Can I was eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, they were really ones. in. So, and we pulled them off then. So, I assume. What would you give yourself out of five, Kada? Two. I bet myself a little bit. Oh, that's good. So, I'm glad someone does. Um, I think the shirt would be hard. I think. <laughs> I really like to see you in this outfit. I think I, I think you could make I think cargo trousers they're in aren't they so you mm. could it's not my style but I could and the shoes I think I like the shoes mm. the shirt I just mm, mm. Mm. also sorry quick question mm. on this question that you've asked am I wearing his sizes <laughs> no I'll allow you to wear it in your size because I don't think we're the same size That's I think question. I think you, you my wear... ass would not get into those trousers yes same you can wear it in your own size so would it 
fit that way though or would I be able to like make the shirt baggier or tighter you've you've got a different physique to Lewis but you'd be wearing your size yeah I think it's I think it's a no for me because the shirt just so what rating oh but I I was saying I wouldn't pull it off yeah but the rating out of five if I was no no how if you had to rate out of five how much you would pull this off what would it be oh sorry I thought it was a yes or no question. Um, clearly, you've not listened to any of the podcasts because <laughs> I, you do this on every single part. I thought I was then going to rate me in the outfit. So I guess yeah. that is still the question. You in the outfit right. out of five. Okay, look, my brain's a little bit slower today. And we have only got one. So what three, rating? Two. two. One. One and a half. One and a half. One and a half. Okay. I win. Three. <laughs> five out of five. I'm going... Um, if I'm wearing it for pyjamas... Five. If I'm wearing it out of the house, naught. I I agree. I'd love to know what material this is because yeah, if it, it is, is a key. light and airy material, mm. my rating goes up a bit more. Uh, yeah, I think lovely for it when I'm slipping rigid. into bed. You know. Yeah. I think slip away. <laughs> slip away with that satin. That, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm wearing it out, naught. One, 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 or naught. What do we think? One. I still win either way, so that's fine. It's it's not a competition. <laughs> We'll right. buy it and see. <laughs> yeah. okay. Lewis, if you're listening, I don't know why I keep speaking to you. Send us them so we can just try it and see who pulls it off. Yeah. yeah. Although that is not going over my arse. So. Okay, the final one is overall fabulousness. It's also not a yes-no question, Corinne, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> it's out of five, just like everything else, unlike it is on every podcast yeah. that you're a fan of. So, okay, out of five, <laughs> overall fabulousness, what would you rate it? I would say... You know what? Purple is the royal colour. It's the colour mm. of the queen, isn't it? I'm going to say four. Mm. Good for him. Yeah. I think I think everything Louis wears is pretty fabulous. It is. It's a fabulous. So I don't think we can ever drop below a three for fabulousness for him. Unless it was just like a white t-shirt and jeans. And when you look at them next to everyone else, yeah, he's definitely up there. Four. Because it's not, it's not, he's got better stuff in him. Yeah, oh, I'm torn between a four and a five because it's so, it's just, I, I know, but it, it, it really stands out. The, the, the way I like to judge how fabulous it is is how bored am I looking at the outfit and no part of me is bored looking at this. Yeah, I feel like you see a different thing each time. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, you there's some pockets. pockets. Yeah. Oh, look, there's some shiny. Yeah. Oh, look, it's got beads on. Oh, there's some patterns on the top. And it's so well coordinated. And he looks really happy in that photo. He does, and comfortable because of the silk. And I do love that he has put himself front and centre. I find that really quite Yeah, funny. when it's Seb's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did pay. So. Did he? Yeah, well, okay, so hang on. My rating's five. Right, now we can go on to discussing the dinner. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so Lewis suggested that they all went, all the drivers, all 20 of them went out, yeah, for dinner for Seb. And That's he paid, cute. picked up the bill. Wow. I mean, he is, uh, he must be the highest paid driver now. Yeah, I think he's on 40 million. 40 million that's for one year mm. yeah yeah quite nice absolutely and outrageous. that's before you start adding sponsorship in and so he just gets paid 40 million yeah just as per earlier conversation he definitely should be taxed more well yeah. <laughs> in monaco i'm getting the tax ain't ain't that high yeah no tax well that's why they're all there <laughs> yeah god 40 million 40 million and so this dinner so all the drivers went out for dinner but so I've got this lovely picture that F1 posted that I'm just going to pop into our chat and I want to hear where you would sit. Um, I feel like I need to take the listeners through this, but what would, 
uh, maybe I need to post it with the pod, but basically, right, what we've got is Lance Stroll at one end of the table, then I'm going to go, I'm going to go down one end and then the other. So then we've got Ocon, Max, Alex, Nick, George, Bottas, Charles, oh, that's not a very flattering picture of him, Lando, Danny Rick. Then at the other end of the table, we got Gasly, and then we'll go back round as if we're going to land, going back to Lance. So then we've got Yuki, Joe, Alonso, Checo, Carlos, Lewis, Seb. Who's that? Mick. Is that Mick? God, he doesn't look like Mick in that photo. And then K-Mag. Where would you sit? Well, this is a tricky one. What I'll say the first thing I find interesting is that Carlos isn't sat near Lando. Yeah, interesting, because they are BFFs, aren't they? Yeah, that is surprising. But then, I guess Carlos and Checo both speak Spanish. That might be something. Oh, yeah. I love that Mick is sat next to Seb. Yeah, that's cute. And and Lewis is sat there. Yeah. Um, But I do think maybe, I know where I'd sit, somewhere between Danny and Bottas in that little group there. So with Lando and Charles. Yeah. That's where I'm putting myself. Yeah, that would be nice. Sat between Lando and Charles would be fun. And after a few glasses of wine, I like to think I can speak French and there's enough French people for me to speak out there. Well, I think they'd show you up, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, but then you could also learn as well. I think Lewis could and Savit could be a bit serious. Mm. And then a bit tense because Max is sat opposite. Yeah, there might be a bit of tension there, I agree. So yeah, maybe I'll come down the front end. I feel like... And then you've got Yuki at the end as well, so not nothing serious I think that's the silly end like so I would agree that's where I would plonk myself like they're doing shots at that end aren't they yeah Yeah. they're doing shots and then they're getting the unnecessary limoncello yeah at the end which I don't think anyone actually really likes I think they might get a cheeky coffee as well yeah definitely a little bit later than the coffee I agree I would want to be down there yeah let's shift everyone up a little bit and I'd go between Lando and Daniel Ricciardo yeah yeah we maybe could sit together there as well. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. then, you know, when you go to a party, you don't know anyone else. We can beat each other's buddy. Yeah, maybe there's someone in between us and we can just make looks at each other. You know, yeah. Out if like, they say something silly, like, oh, Max, have you Yeah, because we <laughs> might <laughs> rely too much on each other if we sat next yeah, to each other. Yeah, we'll just talk about So maybe like yeah. a diag- diagonally opposite. Yeah, near the... Where are you sitting? Are you sitting our end or... Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting your end, sitting at the fun end. Not to say the others aren't fun, but I just think this end of the table is rowdier, mm-hmm. I think. I think I might sit between Danny and Gasly, both hoots, near Yuki, who's really funny. Would like to get to know Joe more, don't know much about him. Lando's obviously hoot, near Charles, so that's great. Who, do you think because Lewis paid, he did the table settings, or do you think they were allowed to choose? I reckon they would choose, because I think there's some, we know Lewis and Seb get on, and Mick is good friends with Seb, like he's like a dad to him, isn't he? So like, I, I think... There's some, um, and Checo and Max are very far apart. It was it was after that Brazil race, wasn't it? Yeah, so I, mm. I reckon this is. Um, well, they picked. I, I saw someone saying they think this is like the order they all walked in, at, which makes sense because obviously Mick and and Seb are never apart. Yeah, and then are they that close? So yeah, close. it's oh, really really sweet really because lovely. because this will get you because Michael Schumacher used to have to Seb. When no he first started, yeah, 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 I know, I know, because they're obviously all German. I've already cried at the Westlife concert on TV if you go tonight. On, if you actually, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> we're gonna get another tear. I know, I'm sorry. If you go on to Seb, yeah. Oh my god, I can't oh, believe I've just sung. We said that. Believe me, it's not cut out. And I tell you what else, I'm not cutting out the fact that you you cried at the Westlife concert. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the um, that was in the tie break that we had when we were eating our tie takeaway. It was it was a lot. It was. 
Seb actually, if you go onto his Instagram, he's posted like his pictures with him and Michael when he's young. Has he? It's mm-hmm. really, really sweet. Yeah. The other, this has just reminded me that Alonso said before the race, and it was mm. really cute. Hang on, I screenshotted the quote. Even tomorrow, I think he will start ninth. I will start 10th, so I will take care of him at the start and the first lap, and let's hope we both see the chequered flag. And he did take care of him. And Seb said on Beyond the Grid this week on that podcast, him and Alonso aren't really, like, they're not really close. Like, they just never really got to know each other very well. He just didn't really, like, click with him that much. And I just thought that was really sweet of Alonso. Well, I think there's mutual respect, but they're just not, they're just not mates. And Alonso um, ended up retiring anyway because the car got retired. And yeah. He didn't retire. The car was retired because that's what Seb said. But so it's actually quite sad. So he didn't see the checkered flag. Just Seb did. Just Seb. But he did look after him at the beginning. And I just thought that was really sweet that he said that. Yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah, that is. For someone that we're not sure how sweet he is. Uh, it's the first time I think sweet. I've described yeah. Alonso as sweet. Really? I don't know much about Alonso. Yeah. Other than the name, you're obviously. Not a big, you're not a big fan, are you? He's what I've warmed to him this season. I I read Lewis's biography and he came comes across pretty awful in that and I just read a lot read a lot of things about him. But this season, um I, I found him quite funny and yeah, I've warmed to him. Fave thing on social media, there was a plethora to choose from this week. What would you pick? Well I've got yeah, I've got a couple. I think one of my favourites though is the helmet wearing between George and Vettel. Mm. And this is brilliant. Seb knew exactly what he was doing. He was so he'd gone into the Mercedes garage, I think, and they were Seb was like going in and they were swapping helmets and Seb knew straight away he was like, Let's swap helmets to George and George just looked at him and it turns out George has an extra large helmet and Vettel has a small. So it, it was quite comical, and I can relate a lot because whenever I have to wear a helmet for... What are you wearing helmets? Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was good, and there's nothing that makes me sound good in this sentence, but for ski. Oh. You have to, obviously, you obviously wear a helmet, and um, or tobogganing when I can't be asked skiing. And it's so embarrassing because they give you a helmet, and then you have to go, no, no, I need a bigger one. And they're like, no, you don't. And you're like, mm. And then it is an awkward moment when they give you not an extra large and doesn't go on your head. So I felt a lot for George in that in that picture. Yeah. Okay, dog. I would agree. A lot of the, I mean, actually, what I've just seen now with the um, Vettel and Nick, Mike, Michael. Yeah, Michael Schumacher is actually that nearly got me. Um. So I think that's really lovely. Yeah. I liked Formula One, but the bit I didn't. This sounds really bad. The racing for me is so so. <laughs> I'm absolutely outing myself. But I like all the the like the drama from the mm. garages and like so when they used to be able to get to the garage and like you could see like the driver have an argument with like their principal or whatever. That's the stuff because it's like it's still part of the like yeah. the whole experience. But like it obviously then would go out on the racetrack and I used to love thinking, oh they're they're doing really bad today because they're really pissed off at something. So we ne we never really got truly into it and that's why Drive Survive is so fucking good because it gets to see you know that there's going to be, that you know the drama's going yeah, to be behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what I, like, I love that there's not just, like, so when you first start watching it, it's just men driving around, you know, like, subserts in circles. And then when you, like, see all of those people in the garage and then there's all the people, that's mm. the bit that... Yeah. You know, that's the why I love the drama, yeah, and I love hearing about... So everyone can be like, oh, it's not that interesting, but it is, because then if they're in, if they've had an argument with the girlfriend, how do they come out of that? Mm. You know? Very mental. 
all men all up there all up it? there yeah i don't know why i went really northern then into it i i agree this i mean this is what most of the podcast is about it's about the gossip and the drama the racing too but um and i do like the race <laughs> <laughs> yeah no sorry but i know I you like it, i do though. like it I just it's not the bit that draws me in it's not the juicy bit because if not we'd all be watching like nascar wouldn't we or whatever yeah you know, and, and indycar and my dad likes nascar and indycar oh he likes Formula one actually he does watch it but he's much more of a nascar and i'd be interested to know why he prefers nascar and indycar but find that out i'll find out i'll find out and get back to you yeah i wonder if there's the same level of drama i don't know i think because with nascar I think the cars are more similar. Mm. Oh yeah, they all so the it, same in that. Yeah, car. yeah. This so it really, yeah. Dad's gonna be so proud of me. So <laughs> if you've got it right, <laughs> if I've got it right. He's <laughs> gonna be humiliated if you got it wrong. <laughs> I have to say, like pat yourself on the back. Um, that so it's much more about the driving because the cars are either the same or much similar. So it really is like anyone can kind of win, and it's much more about the driving. Yeah, yeah. I think we could do a little bit of that in Formula One because, like I, I said like earlier, it, it does get a bit. Yeah, they should yeah. level the playing field a bit more. Well, oh, well that's what they're trying to do with the cost cap. They're having the cost cap in place. They're trying to. Yes. But I mean, Red Bull just went over it, but it was only by 400k, but still. Um, How mad is that? Change. Is that a sentence? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was only by 400k, as if it isn't a life changing amount of money. So, my favorite thing on social media, I had two. One was Seb's dad dancing on that lorry thing on the oh, when they go around yeah. the track. I it was so the dad content cute. from Formula One. The dad is... content is amazing. It's so heartwarming. So that was one of them. The other one was an absolutely fantastic meme of Mattia opening the door, and inside the door was Danny Rick, Seb, Mick, and Nicholas Latifi. And it was like Mattia walking into the job centre on Monday because there's all these rumours that he's going to be sacked and Fred Vasseur has taken his job. <laughs> That that's really, good. That really tickled me. Meme creators are so quick. I don't so know how they do it. I just, I just can't think like that. I know. I know. Imagine being that original all yeah. the time, like every day. You know, that creative. I know. I know. Yeah, that's that's great content. Actually, thinking about, you don't see a lot of him, Matteo. Matteo, yeah, no. So I like he always just seems very grumpy. So no wonder. Fred looked pretty charming on Ted's notebook tonight. I quite liked him. I think it's because he just signed a good old chunky deal to go yeah, work. Yeah, he knows for... he's going to work for the big boys, isn't he? Well, he got asked if he was going to take that job. I haven't listened to the interview, but I saw it somewhere. And he was just like, oh, you just have to wait and see. So he obviously has. Yeah, you oh. don't say that. if You yeah. you just say no. You just say no, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's mm. going to be interesting. And I heard this on another podcast. I can't remember which one. It was maybe the checkered flag. But... Toto is good mates with Fred, so it'll be interesting mm. because two of the top teams, their team principals, will be pals, which is just a very interesting dynamic because obviously Toto and Christian absolutely hate each other. I was just about to ask, do we think Christian's got any pals? No. Just in general, not even just the Formula <laughs> One. No. no, no, none. I've actually just I thought of another social media thing I've seen. I can't think what it is. Oh, well, that's not very. Good. It entered my brain and then it's gone. <laughs> I don't. I feel like I should ask a really profound question to end the podcast on. Maybe. Oh, okay. I mean, there's going to be lots of content in the winter break, but my question to end the pod is: Who is going to win the championship, driver and constructor, in 2023? 
Seb's new team that he plays. <laughs> <laughs> so can I just say, I don't think I've said this yet, but my dream situation is Seb sets a new team up. There is a new team coming in. Is it Audi? Audi M twenty six. It's Seb is the the head honcho. I don't know what role he is. He doesn't have to be team principal, but it's definitely some involvement. And then it's uh, Danny and Mick driving, and they win everything. What would the team be called? <laughs> just great guys. Just great just guys. Great guys. That's an <laughs> idea. Great guy coming around the corner. <laughs> great guys maybe like <laughs> yeah just um two germans and a nozzy uh, <laughs> um, i'm never gonna be able to change the driver line <laughs> no no well that's all the deal this is it happy that one yeah. yeah or well yeah because you could get some good aussies in well the aussie took the aussies place right there's um mixed men mixed men danny's dad's schumacher's shoe shoes shoes <laughs> Danny loves a shoey. It's yeah. not that. It's not. It's not that oh bad. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The shoes. In all seriousness, because that's not going to happen for a while yet. But when it does, <laughs> it's going to be great. When it I'll happens. be here for the branding, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god, it's embarrassing the, the industry I'm in as well. And that's the only thing I could think of. I would like to see Ferrari. I think Charles and Ferrari next year. Okay. I think that's realistic if they get their arse into gear. Yeah, it'd just be nice to see a Ferrari up there again. I think as well. Nice, wouldn't it? So I went really serious. I <laughs> think oh, I'm torn between a few. Mm. I I'm gonna back Haas. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is as likely as the great guys. Yeah, I think there's more chance of great guys than there is Schumacher's shoes are in there. <laughs> And who, like, who, and so they're going to be the constructors, the drivers, both. So they're going to win the driver. Uh-huh. Which who? one? Um, I think K Mag. I think he's just going to have a great year next year. He okay. did get a pole last week, so yeah. but then exactly. he did, he did not. Do, he no, he got crashed into in the race. Yeah, by that's Danny true. Not exactly, not as well. So okay, wow. Okay. I think he's going to win. Okay, but I think wow. con- <laughs> constructor. <laughs> Obviously, right. obviously has R in for it, so. <laughs> so obviously I think them is quite obvious. I Maybe... can't tell if you're being sarcastic or you really feel that this is... Yeah, I think it's possible. Anything's okay. possible when you put your mind to it. Right, right, right. They've got a new sponsor, so they've got... My mum told me that I wanted to give a shout to her as well. <laughs> Thanks, mum. <laughs> um, Who's the new sponsor? Is it MoneyGram? If it is, I'm so impressed with my F1 knowledge. Let me Google Sorry, it. if they're not doing that Aldi catalogue again, I'll be gutted. <laughs> oh my God. Gunther popping out of a shed. I'm going to back in a close second Mercedes. Money. Because I think that they're... Second to half. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, do you know what, guys? I'm so impressed. Yeah, with myself. Money 10 gram. out of 10 is MoneyGram. Is that the investment app that you really like? No, that's Moneybox. Love Moneybox. Money Box. I'd recommend it to anyone. I, what money I don't work for them. I just think they're a great product. Okay. They're also sponsor us. Um, yeah, <laughs> Moneybox, please. I really love you. And I, I basically sponsor you already without commission because I tell all my friends. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay. So, so. Haas and Mercedes is what yeah. All right. Saying. So Haas. K-Mag is going to win. Yes. K-Mag's going to win. Spider-Man hasn't won one race this year. Or, or ever. 
when you um, put your mind to it, you can do amazing things. God, what's he wow. been doing? What's he gonna do that's gonna change? I don't know. I think maybe I'll get some lessons over over the winter <laughs> some break. Lessons. <laughs> oh, I have heard that driving lessons have gone up quite a lot because of the cost of living crisis. He needs driving lessons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the jewel control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're supposed to break. Yeah. Louis will be on the other side with the dual control helping him. I do wonder how um, how good they are as normal drivers, actually. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, that math. And um, quite surprising. Yeah. I didn't expect that to come out of your mouth. No, I, I, did, I thought welcome. what I was saying was ridiculous, but actually, you, you know, you've absolutely topped that. You, you really topped it. Okay, well, I don't know how I can possibly, possibly compete with K-Mac. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do I think is going to win next year? Um... I think she's going to go for a serious answer. Yeah, here. No. I'm going to, I'm I like, went there oh. in the end. You did. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so boring. I'm going to go for a serious answer. I think George Russell is going to win. Do you? Yeah. And oh, I yeah. think Red Bull is going to win the constructors. And I think it's going to be Red Bull versus Mercedes. But I, yeah, I think George is going to win it. So what do you think Ferrari's out? Uh, I think. I think maybe 2024 ferrari will be in contention but i think they need another year to sort themselves out but i think next year they'll be decent but fred's not in the job yet is he so he's going to need a year to settle in get used to it yeah, get familiar although we'd, him and him and charles go way back but so i i reckon 2024 we'll see ferrari but 2023 george russell red bull will win the constructors and then um, you heard it here first 2026 we'll see Schumacher shoes. <laughs> I prefer great guys. Oh, great guys. <laughs> great. Well, they, they they have to have two names, right? Don't they? Like they have the official one and the and so the one with the have... engine. Yeah, but so is it going to be a new engine manufacturer called Schumacher shoes? Schumacher shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great guys. Schumacher shoes. Brilliant. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Right. Unlike these two who haven't listened to the podcast, what I would... not true, not true. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have listened. Mine. We would be ever so grateful if you could rate the podcast five stars because we're a brand new podcast still figuring out what the fuck i'm doing as uh, you've realized by having these two guests on who haven't even listened to the podcast it won't be not true worries. not true won't be coming back and realize. don't worry we're not going to wait for the winter break we're going to be here with plenty of content already got some ideas things that are going to be going on so yeah please rate us five stars please subscribe so you get notified when our next pod is available mm, maybe that's where i've made a mistake i forgot to subscribe i'll do it right now do it right now corinne you subscribe right now and then you'll get notified when the next pod is available and hit us with your road questions you can come to us on insta at formation chat or email us at formation chat f1 at gmail.com thank you for coming on this brand new podcast journey whilst i'm still figuring out how the fuck to edit audio and it's really hard um, I don't know how all the other podcasts do it so quickly because it takes me ages. So maybe I need to get myself some kind of audio engineer. But here we are. Thank you for listening, ladies. Do you want to say goodbye to our love listeners? Should we do like a, a car outro? Oh, yeah, I was going to do the car outro. Do the car, do the car outro. <laughs> and thank you very much for having us. By yeah, saying... and I have just subscribed and it was very simple, guys. <laughs> 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 No, I'm gonna do bad again. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. Yeah.